Hi, and welcome to the 19th episode of the Stronger with Sylvie podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about body image and about the fact that it is completely okay not to love your body. I saw an Instagram post today on the female lead account with a Bridget Jones photo and the title said how crazy it is that the culture of 2000s made us believe that Bridget Jones was fat, which made me think about that movie quite a lot, to be honest. Um, I was quite young when I watched it uh, when, I, when I watched it for the first time, and that movie made me think that it is completely normal to hate how you look, and that you as a woman you need to be obsessed with being as thin as possible, and that living in a bigger body is basically life well wasted. Um, what also didn't help was the fact that uh, my mom was always seriously obsessed with dieting and often liked to make comments about how my and my sister's body looked and draw our attention to our belly fat all the time. Just for the record, I don't really blame her for that. She didn't know any better at that time. My granny was always extremely critical towards my mom and my biological father fat shames every woman who weighs over 50 kilos. So my mom really didn't know any better at that time and she had it really rough herself. So yeah, I don't really blame her for that. Um, and it's now up to me to break this generational message. <laughs> um, but the fact that I, same as you probably, grew up in a time when Kate Moss's nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, oh my God, um, was glorified and people were obsessed with being as thin as possible. It kind of hindered our generation's relationship with our looks and also the rise of social media that is heavily driven by aesthetics did not help us at all. So sadly, it is not much surprising that there are so many women who really struggle with their body image, who hate how they look, and no matter what they do, no matter what they change, they aren't able to shake that feeling. And I think it's often because we are trying to change how we look in order to love our body and we don't consider changing how we perceive ourselves first before changing how we actually look. We are focusing so much on changing how we look when it is more important to focus on how we look at ourselves. As you probably gathered from my monologue before, at the beginning of this episode, I really struggled with uh, body image since I was very little and I honestly still don't have this issue completely sorted, but I have done loads of work to improve it and I know that once I will get this sorted completely. It just takes time. You can't really undo 20 plus years of self-hatred in two months, really, unfortunately. <laughs> Would be nice though. Um, I was, in my eyes, I was never pretty enough, I was never thin enough, I was never sexy or attractive enough, I was never interesting enough, I was never that tiny petite dancer in distress. I am uh, the tallest in my family and I don't have very petite frame as for example my mum and my sister have, which was always a big insecurity of mine. <laughs> right, um, if you are following me for a while, you must know, you must know that I love Taylor Swift and in her very recent song Antihero she says, I quote, I feel like everybody is a sexy baby and I am monster on the hill, too big to hang out slowly lurching towards your favorite city. And this hits me right in feels, I was always too big, 
I was always the monster on the hill, slowly lurching toward your favorite city, too big, always too big. And those feelings got even worse when I gained loads of weight about seven years ago now. Um, I was overweight, I was tall, I was just big, taking too much space, always taking too much space, always too big, now even more. But the thing is that those feelings didn't go away even when I lost that weight. I hated how I look when I had 90 kilos and I hated how I look when I had 70 kilos. Because even when I had 70 kilos and looking back now I can see how really thin I was. I wasn't thin enough in my head. I was never enough. I would still find a reason to hate something. And that is because I thought that changing my looks will make me love my body more. Turns out it does not. Because if you change your looks but you don't work on your feelings and emotions, you are screwed. Body dysmorphia is affecting so many women and I am talking to so many of them and I always get the same answer. It's never enough. They will always find something to hate on no matter how they look. So I want to expand here on a concept of body neutrality that I learned from Molly Galbraith. I really hope that I'm pronouncing her name correctly now. Uh, she's a co-founder of the Girls Gone Strong Academy that I have certifications from. Well, I finished one certification, the Women's Coaching Specialist, and I'm working on my second certification now, the Pre- and Postpartum Specialist. Um, but I was uh, reading Molly's book a while ago, uh, it's called Strong Women Lift Each Other Up, and she talks there about body neutrality. So I want to introduce this concept to you because um, I discuss this quite a lot with my clients and it's always uh, very helpful. The concept of body neutrality is exactly what it says. You are neutral towards your body. Your no the body neutrality means uh, being okay with not loving your body. But it also means that you are actively working on not hating it. Because if you hate how you look or have days when you pick your looks apart, it is very difficult to go from that to love your body no matter what. And it isn't even a goal. I mean, it is impossible to love something equally every single day, especially when your body image is heavily affected by your hormones, uh, your mood, your uh, gut-brain axis, and so much more. I mean, if you have a shite sleep, you will probably have really bad body image day. Everything affects how you feel in your body. But this is how body neutrality can be really helpful. So what is the goal of body neutrality? The goal is to look at your body in as neutral way as possible. No hard feelings, just accepting that this is your body that you live in and you don't judge it in any way. And we can take this concept in five stages. Um, and the body neutrality is surprisingly third stage, right in the middle, as you could probably guess. <laughs> so let's talk about all those five stages. The first stage is self-hatred, when you are super negative towards your body and you hate how your body looks. In this stage, you perhaps experience thoughts like, I hate how fat and wrinkly my belly looks, I am disgusting. Or, I can't even look at my legs and hips, I don't deserve anything good because I have massive thighs. And to jump from here to body neutrality would be very difficult. So now let's move to the second stage, which is body negativity. You don't like what you see, but you don't completely hate it. 
In this stage you might experience thoughts like I don't like how my belly looks, I wish there was less fat about my, around my mix, midsection. Or I don't like the cellulite on my legs, I wish it wasn't there. You still feel very negative about your body, but those feelings are significantly, significantly less negative or significantly less severe. So now it, is, it will be much easier to slowly switch to body neutrality. In body neutrality, you are trying to accept your body with no judgment and no hard feelings. You aren't trying to love it. You aren't trying to actively hate it. You just are. This is your belly. Those are your legs. Those are your arms. You need your belly to protect important organs. Your legs are taking you places you never saw before. Your arms are allowing you to pick up things. With body neutrality, you just accept the body that you live in. It doesn't mean you can't work on changing how you look, but you don't try to connect those strong feelings with your looks. It is completely okay to know that there is something you want to change and to work on it, but this change isn't driven by the self-hatred and self-loathing. I like to compare but neutrality to drinking water. You drink water because you need it to be alive. It doesn't taste too good, it doesn't taste too bad, it's just water. The same it is for your body. It is the only body you get to live in for the rest of your life. You don't have to love it. You don't have to hate it. It's just your body. You just have to accept it. And once you become comfortable with being very body neutral and uh, you feel like you are now okay to get to later stages, you can start working on stages four and stages five. Stage four is being more positive about your body and starting to appreciate things you perhaps saw as imperfections before. And stage five is self-love. You love your body and you are in love with your body no matter how it looks. Now you might be thinking, well, this is nice, but how the hell do I move from self-hatred or self-loathing to body neutrality? This is a very good question. And... It takes time and practice. As I said before, you cannot undo years of very negative body image in a week. It takes time and you consciously have to put effort in it. If you have a very bad body image day and struggle with self-loathing, try to slowly move from this stage one to stage two. Try to move to body negativity. Yes, you don't like it, but you also don't completely hate it. And from stage two, you can slowly try to move towards body neutrality. You have to be very aware of your emotions and uh, work on your self-talk. This doesn't happen by a miracle. You have to consciously work on changing your self-talk and the way that you perceive your looks and your body. Some people find journaling very helpful. Some people find it find talking about it very helpful. I mean, talking about it with someone that you trust. It really depends on what usually works for you and what you prefer, because everyone is different. Some people are better in writing, some people need the conversation. I have here three things that really helped me and it might also help you. Uh, first thing that really helped me was realizing that I don't have to love my body and that it is okay not to be a self-love queen. I would rather practice body neutrality and be honest to myself than preaching uh, about self-love when in reality I still struggle with body dysmorphia. 
knowing where you are and accepting that this takes time is very important. Be honest with yourself and be very conscious about how you talk to yourself and how you think about your body as well. The second thing was removing all my triggers. Unfollowing people who are doing ex extensive body checks. Unfollowing people who are preaching self-love and making me feel like body neutrality isn't good enough. Unfollowing people who are very aesthetically driven. Limiting conversations with people who judge others' looks. Even removing people from my life who are making me feel about who are making me feel bad about my looks. I stopped talking with my biological father completely and one reason was uh, his constant comments about others. I don't know anyone who is more fat shaming towards women than he is. There was not a conversation with him when he would not fat shame women and comment how huge and disgusting, and I am quoting him here, women are getting and how women need to be as thin as possible. Oh my god, I'm getting angry now. Your emotional and physical well-being is far more important than your relationship with people who are making you feel bad about yourself and don't respect it. Yes, even if it's your family or lifelong friend. And the third thing that really helped me was taking it one step at a time and separating my body into parts. And this sounds really confusing. <laughs> um, but there are parts of my body that I am very confident with and I love them. I love my shoulders because I'm working really hard on them. I love my eyes, naturally long eyelashes and eyebrows. I love how strong and powerful my legs are. I love how strong and powerful my upper body is, even though that I don't maybe love how it looks, but I love how strong and powerful it is. I love that I know that my body is allowing me to do things that were impossible before. Uh, this Friday we went for a very spontaneous sunset hike and I love the fact that my legs are strong enough to hike up, up to hike uphill in a really fast pace and allow me to jump from one stone to another like a small child. But you know, I am I have very strong legs and I love the fact that I can do all those things that I would not be able to do before. I love the fact that even though I was diagnosed with uh, asthma as a teenager. I can now run 10 kilometers under an hour and I don't need to take any asthma medication anymore. I love that I can put nearly 100 kilos on my upper back and squat with it because there were times when squatting 40 kilos sounded absolutely impossible and absolutely unreachable. But there are still also parts of my body that I don't love and I have to consciously practice body neutrality towards. Mm. My belly was always my big trigger and insecurity my whole life, honestly. Even when I was much lighter than I am now and I had less body fat, I was still conscious about my belly trying to hide it. And the same goes for my back and for my midsection where I store the uh, most of my fat really. Because I always had increased body fat linked with being a bad thing. I also still have to practice body neutrality towards my face because there is still this small voice in my head saying that overall I'm not attractive enough. And I still have to practice body neutrality towards my hands, as daft as this sounds, um, because I don't have those long and elegant feminine hands and fingers. I have quite chunky fingers and joints on my fingers as well. and. 
you would be surprised how much this affected my confidence in a really negative way when I was a teenager. How stupid this is, right? And I also still have to practice body neutrality in the gym. I am a fitness trainer and this industry is seriously fucked up and heavily driven by the percentage of your body fat. So being a fitness trainer who isn't completely shredded can sometimes be a pretty rough experience and it even stopped me from doing my job for about two years. It's like in this industry, like the less body fat percentage you have, the more knowledge you have when in reality, like your knowledge isn't really linked with your body fat, is it? Well, this was a very long way of explaining my point. But my point is, if there are parts of your body that you love, and it doesn't have to always be about looks, it can also be uh, about being grateful for what they do for you, love them fiercely and really appreciate them. But if there are parts of your body that you still struggle with, practice body neutrality on them. Don't take it as a one package, split it into parts and take it one step at a time. So, to summarize this episode, I am here to tell you that it is okay not to love your body. Body neutrality is a great concept that can help you work on your negative relationship with your body. However, you have to consciously work on this to become easier to practice. You have to put the work in and be aware of your thoughts and emotions because it's not going to change by itself. Try to slowly move from body hatred to body negativity to body neutrality. Once you are okay with body neutrality, you can slowly start moving towards liking your body and towards loving your body as well. It, it will take time to get there, but appreciate every tiny bit of improvement you notice. Journaling or talking to someone you trust can really help you be aware of your thoughts. And lastly, three tips to practice this are realizing that it's okay not to love your body and being honest with yourself removing your triggers and people who don't respect that you don't wish to discuss your or other people's looks and weight. And lastly, separating this into parts and taking it one step at a time. I really hope that this episode helped you realize that the concept of self-love is super glorified on social media, but isn't very easy to practice and that it is completely okay not to love your body. Because if this episode can get you from hating your body to practicing body neutrality, I am happy. Please do get in touch with me if you want to discuss this more. You can find links to my social media in the description of this episode and my messages are always open. And please, if you find this episode helpful, I would really appreciate if you can share it on your stories and tag me so more people can listen to it and it would make me really happy. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you will have a lovely rest of your days.